Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Hey, we better finish this campaign soon. I'm running out of pages in my notebook, and it's going to bother me if I have to switch to a new one. It's just like two pages of the campaign, and then we're done. So if we could just hurry up. Noted. Alex Finn. My son is toxically farting behind me. If I pass out, you'll know why. And Stace Babcock. Write smaller, Samson. <laughs> that's going to be a different style. That's going to be even worse. Oh, secondary plan just killed Dilly. No. <laughs> I say, yeah, Nix could just run screaming into the woods <laughs> and become a broken person due to her cowardice Ooh. while Dilly and Chacha die. And then you start a new notebook. Ooh, dark timeline. Yeah, the darkest <laughs> timeline. Mm hmm. Oh, fuck. I need to talk about dice real quick so everyone shut up. Hey, you know what? You need diehard dice because they have good dice. They come in metal. They come in acrylic in many colors for each. <laughs> Assuming you could find them, you got to be quick on it because like the rainbow metal dice, those go like mm-hmm. fucking fast. But whatever dice you do get at checkout, use our code Explorers when you get 10% off your order and you could be rolling your flashy dice, showing off to your friends, asserting yourself status wise with your good dice. Yeah, diehard dice. Assert yourself. Making your parents proud. Yeah, yeah so there's some dice fiends out there. I'm like, damn, give a girl two days to forget and then remember that she wants to order some <laughs> dice. Yeah. <laughs> and also tell your friends about it. It's not just for listeners of the show. This code will work for anybody. Just make sure it's our code. No one else. Yeah, so we get the money. <laughs> yeah. And can I just say thank you to everyone who has used our code? The support over the last few months has been amazing, and it makes us feel so good inside, and it also helps support the podcast and our, you know, hosting fees and things like that and keeps us on the air. So thank you to everybody who has been using that code and to our patrons as yes. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Samson. <sighs> Treachery. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. We have been dealing with... <laughs> A, a like organ problem which is fun we're on our way from shalmas to bodrove we're about like day three or four or something an organ like uh first one was like a kidney or a spleen or something i don't remember pancreas that just showed up like one night near the poop hole and then next day was like a liver and now it's intestines so we're trying to figure out what the fuck is happening oh yeah third night uh we find a liver encircled with intestines don't know what that's all about we know it's not clemuels because there's no blood in it and she has her own health issues. I didn't write it down, but I do remember that uh, there was a deep discussion about the contents of the intestines and the uh, chemical makeup. I did write down, hey, remember CC can look through stuff? So we all remember that. I always forget. 
Yeah. So Nick and Chacha are, <laughs> I'm imagining doing like kind of high school chemistry yeah. stuff over the intestines. Nick's was actually like squeezing the yeah. poop out of the intestines. It was weird. Yeah. Getting investigating full detail. Yeah. It was detective work. <laughs> the assigning over here. Yeah. Not that idealized stuff. Nix was right. I all of you guys need to remember that Nix was right. I mean true. <laughs> About it being someone in the party's organs. Uh yeah, but in our in our defense, we would have thought there would have been a mm-hmm. reaction. Sometimes you have to be dumb to be smart. <laughs> to open your mind to the possibilities. I I mean you're going to be able to lure this one over Dilly. And after all, you had race agreeing with Dilly that people would notice if organs yep. were missing. We were gaslit by race. Took us for a ride. So yeah, it turns out to be race's organs. And we learned that shortly after Nix goes back to camp and discovers that Dilly and race are gone. Dilly, shortly after, wakes up in a bit of a distance away in a clearing to race fucking... All right, do you remember the fucking Brothers Grimm movie where the horse, like, spider webs and, like, eats a girl? Mm-hmm. That was what was happening in Wait, my head. What? Yeah, Brothers Grimm movie. It had Lena Headley before Game of Thrones. It had Heath Ledger. No, no, no. I remember this movie. I just don't remember that. You don't remember? Like, I don't remember who did it, but like a witch had like a handful of spiders and like let the horse eat it. And then like that kind of cursed the horse. And then like they fucking che- the ho- How is this not? Homework, everyone, listeners. I remember that weird tower scene. <laughs> You're going to need to be more specific. Where there were all like the kidnapped girls and they were in the tower and one of the two fell off the tower i don't fucking know which one but one of them did and they were like oh no this is so sad you fell off a tower and died oh no hey that was lena headley she's cool i thought it was one of the brothers died like got stabbed and he was like oh no was it oh yeah clearly all i remember is that fucking horse so now who's not remembering the movie Mm. both of us it's both of us (laughs) So anyway, that's happening to Dilly, and Nyx comes in, imagining just like a full-on like 30-foot side jump. She fucking destroys Race. Yeah, Nyx kills Race. I believe she ultimately split his skull with a double-fisted blow, if I recall correctly. She was trying to stun him. Well, you know, you you, you do what you can with what you got, and when you got fucking big-ass muscles, sometimes tiny twigs like Race die. Like, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's more like his... Eggshell skull. Should have drank more more milk. Yeah, anyway, kill race. That's awesome. You find some ciphers on him, I guess. On so, his person, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, we also pull race's journal, and Aster finally fucking vibe checks race and discerns that race was becoming a Nabovian companion due to the wires that have been kind of growing in him from so long ago. So, yeah, we figured that out. There's a little moment between Aster and Dilly, and then an apology from Aster because the Relentless Reaper is coming, and then we see a fucking shadowy figure bearing down on us from the sky. And that's where we ended it. Yeah. Dilly, you see this figure barreling down on you guys in synth and shadow. Like those other bodies you've seen, a synth body that's, you know, part synth, part shadow, but then both of its arms are just blades. Cool. Sounds sexy. (laughs) It is charging at you, Dilly. And Aster, whose illusion has vanished, by the way, and just says in your head, something is wrong. Uh, Yeah, thank you. I see it. The the Reaper. Thank you. 
No, he's not following protocol. Does it change anything? And Dilly is slowly reaching down and activating his rocket boots. He's not alone. Fuck. And Uh, it's at that moment that two tiny objects are ejected from the sides of the Reaper and land on the ground. One essentially like in front of Nyx-ish, one nearer to Cha-Cha, and they begin unfolding. And at this point, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Fuck. A six for Dilly. Fifteen for Nyx. I got a ten. Okay. These two things on the ground begin unfolding until they are roughly the size of kind of like a horse. And they seem to be like almost made up of these little segments of some sort of unidentified metal, you think, but it all appears to be sharp until it's sort of forming like this weird lattice. Like if you could imagine like a 3D constellation that would somehow possibly represent like some sort of four-legged animal with a long neck. And they finish unfolding. That's that's what they do for their turn on this. But they both seem to, as close as you can tell, zero their attention. One on Cha-Cha, one on Nyx. What? Oh, yes. And now it is Nyx's turn. Okay, they are how far away? And they're in the sky, right? No, they're on the ground in front of you. So they're, they're both like, like a short distance away from you. They're both giraffes short distance away and the reaper is (laughs) the reaper is still in the air and it is clearly aiming right at dilly okay nix will say dilly get behind me get over here yep 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 try to stay close if you can and then she will activate moving like water which (laughs) we will remember this time (laughs) and then she's gonna stand her ground i think that's a thing i never use it let me look it up Uh, don't forget dilly is more mobile now oh yeah rocket boots Dilly got his own fleet of foot. Aha! So I want to wait, and I want the trigger to be if the Reaper attacks Dilly and hits, Nyx takes the attack. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Dilly. Hey. I need you to make a 15 speed defense. That's a 12 for me, because rock. Thank God, because I got fuck all for speed. All right, one level of effort to bring it to a 9. Mm-hmm. 11. Okay. So you dodge it as this blade comes swinging at you. Ah! And it is now Cha-Cha. Okay, so we've guarded the dilly. Nyx is kind of ready to action. One of these frame-like things is looking at Cha-Cha aggressively. I know, and I... As best you can get the vibe from. I feel like Cha-Cha's going to shoot the one who's staring her down. This is not a character where I have to talk things out. (laughs) Are you using your pew-pew then, I take it? Yes, please. Okay, so your pew-pew gives you an asset, so that makes it an 18 to hit. Mm, I'd be using speed. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to use a level of effort. Okay, so it makes it a 15. I got a 17. Plus one damage. Fucking yeah. You hit it. It doesn't have a mouth or anything like that, but you still detect some sort of, like, almost psychic screech. Nice. As it gets hit with that. Got a 17 for depletion. <laughs> okay. Next up is Dilly. All right, next, keep him busy. Dilly, using Fleet of Foot, is just going to basically like kind of kite around <laughs> the Relentless Reaper. And I'm going to be using my boost cipher function on one of my ciphers. It is an action to use on a cipher that I will use as my next action. 
Mm. Okay. So yeah, you just see like Dilly kind of like hunched over, sliding around, like kind of like working on something frantically. Okay, cool. Next up is the big metal giraffe thingies. The first one is going to charge at Cha-Cha, and it's weird. It like takes steps forward, but then its neck like extends like a spear at you. So please make a 21 speed defense. What? That's not fair. I'm going to use two levels of effort. Oh. Okay, so now it's a 15. Would running, like, or Cirque du Soleil help with this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I always have to ask. I, I know, you're hoping I'll screw up. I am. <laughs> I am. I got a 19. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you dodge this spike as it's coming at you. What would you like as a minor effect? Free level of effort for anyone in dodging? Sure. I can't think of anything better. Okay. I'm sorry. The other one's going to take its turn. Nyx, please make a 21 speed defense. Moving like water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Usual two assets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Should drop it. So. 12. 12. 11. Oh. Oof. Okay. So, this thing is going to hit you with this spiky, like, speared head, and it's going to do eight points of damage that your armor can help with, but it's also, like, for some reason, the metal is freezing, so you'll take an additional two points of cold damage, ignoring armor. Rude. So rude. And then it is Nyx's turn. Question. Where's Clemuel? Oh, shit. Hmm. That's a good question. What's Clemuel doing? Drinking. Clemuel is digging around in her bag for something, but you're not sure what. Booze? <laughs> She's like, I'm Hold on, I gotta drink for this. this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Have the perfect cocktail. So Nick's. How big are these enemies in size? They're they're like a horse compared to your size. What about the Reaper? The Reaper is sort of humanoid in size, maybe a bit smaller. And the Reaper is still adjacent to Nyx. It's adjacent to Dilly. Nyx is going to use her attractor and instantly attract something user size or smaller to her, and she's going to attract the Reaper. Okay. What level is your attractor? Good enough. You can, but I, I think you would think that the Reaper can probably resist its pull. Okay. So, disregard that. I don't want you to waste it. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Where my action dicey out here. All right, stun attack, motherfuckers. Stun this fucking giraffe. Okay. <laughs> So if I remember, there's a speed roll first, and then your attack roll. Is that how it works? A difficulty five speed task to stun as part of a melee. If you succeed, your attack inflicts its normal damage and stuns the creature for one round. If you fail, you still make normal attack roll, but you don't stun your opponent if you hit. Okay, yeah, so it's two rolls, essentially. All right, so for that 15, let's see. Is the initial roll considered an attack? Would moving like water apply? I, I don't think rules as written, but with like moving like water and something like speed based with this stun attack, I would say sure. Okay, I appreciate that, and I will use two levels of speed effort to make it a six, right? By my math, mm-hmm. ten. All right, so the stun is good, but I still have to. Yeah, it is a twenty-one. Okay, so moving like water, specialized in unarmed, drops it to a twelve. Mm-hmm. Spent another speed effort, which is one. Mm-hmm. So you're at a nine. Eighteen. Ooh, that's bonus. Nice. Plus two damage. You hit it with this attack. It's definitely, like, for something that seems to be structured so flimsily, it's very durable. 
but you definitely do damage to it, and it seems to be sort of rocking back and forth, like it almost like some of its shape is like varying the angles of this wire lattice, almost like it's trying to remember what shape it's supposed to be in. I want a stupid little horn to break off inside of Nix's rock-hard abs. Ooh. <laughs> I'll save that for a, a major effect. <laughs> she has such control, she gets, like, two of those little, like, knob things just, like, literally just, like, pinch. Right. So what was the total damage again that you did? That's ten damage, and mm-hmm. stunned for, so it loses its turn. Okay, cool. Next up is the Reaper. The Reaper is going to set out an electric pulse, and I need all three of you to give me a 15 might defense roll. Oh, I'm bad at those. Nine for next. Nine. Two levels of effort to bring it to a nine for Dilly as well. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. And how about for Cha-Cha? I think it's one level of effort. Yeah. Okay. So it's twelve. Because I don't trust me as a person. I got seventeen. Okay. So there's this electric pulse that comes out of the Reaper, and maybe you guys were just perfectly positioned. But when it hits you, you feel this tingle and this warmth, and, but there's this unescapable feeling that had you been in any other situation, it could have been a real problem. Oh, no. So, next up is Cha-Cha. You've got a giraffe facing you down. Nyx is facing down a giraffe of her own. She's just hit it really hard and stunned hers. Dilly has avoided a bladed attack, and you've all gotten past some sort of electrical pulse from this Reaper. This is where I always, like, run into trouble, because, like, turn-based video game player in me is like, no, focus all your fire on one enemy, and then switch to the next one, and you'll just take them down faster rather than spreading out the damage. But then the other part of me is like, well, if you were an actual person faced with this decision of, go after the one that's actually attacking me versus the one that they're getting attacked by? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I don't think Chacha would be that logical to like be like, no, let's spread out. Let's focus fire. And Chacha would be like, this one's in my face. It goes boom. So I guess we're gonna shoot the pew-pew. Yeah. Okay. So that is a 18 since your pew-pew eases the attack. Okay. I got 15, so I miss. Okay. Yeah, so the, the blast goes wide. Yeah. Next up is Dilly. For my action, Dilly is going to activate an instant servant, previously level uh-huh. 8, now level 11 with his boost cipher function. Wow. Yeah. So Dilly activates that. Commands are not an action, so activates this thing, this kind of like weird geometric shape, pops up into a little two-foot humanoid metallic thing. I'm kind of imagining the fucking main robot from Metabots, if anyone understands that reference. Mm-hmm. And Dilly will point it at the frame that was attacked Nyx. I know it had, doesn't have a turn this round, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we need our DPS to focus on the bad guy. Mm. So Dilly's going to have point the instant servant at that frame and say, kill it! Okay, so how long does your instant servant last? 11 hours. Holy shit. Wow. So you have a level 11. And this bad boy is stunned, so I don't know if that's a hindrance. So... You just gave it its instructions. Mm-hmm. Technically, with that level, it would go right after you. So it goes running over to this giraffe, and we'll tack it. We'll definitely hit yeah. <laughs> that level. And the thing lets out a screech. Oof, yeah. Next up are the creatures. The one in front of Cha-Cha is going to attack Cha-Cha again. 
So this is going to be a 21 speed defense. This is so mean. I feel like you're bullying me. So... Oh, actually, you know what I think it's going to do instead? It's going to attack. It's poking at you, but it seems to be poking in a particular direction. It seems to be aiming for your pew pew. (gasps) 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 So, 21 speed defense. I'm going to call... Can I call on that free love over to her? Somebody else used it. My brain went blank. Nobody else has used it yet. Okay, I'm going to do that. So it brings it down to an 18, and I'm going to use two levels of effort. So it's 12? I got 13. Okay. You managed to dodge out of the way as this thing comes swinging. You can feel the cold emanating off of it as it swings close to your pew-pew, but misses. No, my pew-pew. The other one is stunned, so it can't do anything but sort of be in pain for this round. Next up is Nyx. Yeah, she's gonna fucking jump attack this stupid frame. Okay. With a stupid horn. Okay, so it's a 12 might roll to get the jump going, right? Yep, so that is a 6 for Nyx. This cost might not speed. You gave me grace with moving like water, so on the speed stuff, but 19! Oh! Boy. What would you like for a minor effect? You're in the air. Power cord in the background. <laughs> it like c- c- could I use it for more damage? So the jump does three additional points of damage. Could I do? Yeah, you could get okay. it as a level of effort for damage, assuming you're going to hit. Okay. So it is stunned. So now it's hindered. So that makes it an 18 before your all your other stuff. Okay, moving like water, specialized and unarmed. Make it a nine. Two free levels of my effort. I get a three, which I did not spend on the jump because I forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I beat a three. We'll find out. It's XP. You can do any in 18. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you've already got plus six damage, right? Yeah. And then you get plus two. So now you're up to eight plus whatever your normal damage is. Eighteen total. Wait, no, I feel like I did. I did feel like I did that math wrong. 16 total. It's been sort of regenerating each round. Ugh. So it looks very bad, but it's not dead yet. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Reaper is going to swing at Dilly. Rude. So rude. So this will be a 15 speed defense. Okay. Gonna let the boots carry me on this one, so it's 12. Gonna die. Oh no. Speed I'm thinking again. Gotta finish that character arc, though. What if I did it? <laughs> I'm gonna spend an XP to re-roll the one. Eleven. Still not enough. Yeah, but it's not a GM intrusion, so all you have to worry about is this blade that slices across your chest doing six points of damage. Ow! Oh. Spicy! The giraffes are worse than the reaper? Next up is Cha-Cha. Your giraffe is looking much better than it did before. It healed itself via Daily's blood. Well, this draft thing is separate, and it seems to sort of, like, slowly regenerate a bit each round. Okay, so I have to shoot it again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that is a 18. What if I just onslaughted him? I haven't done that in, like, forever. I, in fact, forgot I could do that. <laughs> so that'd be a 21 to onslaught. Yeah, but I have intellect to spare right now. I'm going to put in two levels of effort. Brings it down to a 15. Yep. Now you're doing physical or mental? Mental? Okay. Do they have brains to attack? I mean, they seem to have some sort of consciousness in the way they attack, so... Right, and so I'm just gonna, like, mentally insult them about 
Their necks being a little weird. <laughs> Aw, really? <laughs> they can't help how they look. Listen, this is a mental onslaught. I'm a child now. Try and devastate their self-esteem. I will. <laughs> because I am a child, and that's how we mentally onslaught others. Point out their differences. I got a nat 20. Apparently, they're very insecure about their necks. Okay, do you want extra damage or a major effect? I would like extra damage? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a nod of approval that we're an extra damage family. Still. Okay. It gets hit, and that shriek goes out again. Dilly, you have got this Reaper, your grandnephew, maybe. Uh, still not family. Still not. So Dilly's going to cast Illusory Cells, and four copies of him, including himself, are going to start like circling around the Relentless Reaper, all sliding on blue glitter. Okay, cool. So you do that. Next up is your servant, mm-hmm. which does land a killing blow on this creature. Shattering <laughs> apart. All four uh, dillies kind of turn around and said, Sorry, Nix. I know that was yours, but sorry. <laughs> Next up is the one facing Cha Cha. So, Cha Cha, please make a 21 speed defense roll. Damn it. Using two levels of effort. So, that's a uh, 15. I got a 17. Yeah, so you dodge it as it swings out for you again. Next up is Nyx. Nyx is going for that Reaper. So that will be an 18 to hit. Moving like water. Mm-hmm. Unarmed. Two assets. So six. Um, how am I going to attack it, though? I'm going to jump attack it once again. <laughs> okay. Nyx just can't get enough. These quads. So it's a 12 fight roll to get in the air. Two levels of effort. So it's a six. Ten. Okay, you're in the air. And then 18 to hit, right? Yeah, it was 18 to hit. I think you had gotten it down to a six already. I'll spend two levels of might effort on damage. Okay. Seven. Okay. Plus three because you jumped, so it's plus nine to eight. So 17 damages. Okay. okay. Does not like that at all. Oh, it knocks the opponent down. I forgot to say that earlier. Knocks the foe prone. So, yeah, you knock this thing down. Cool. Next up is the Reaper. Ed is going to send out another electric pulse. And everybody make a 15 might defense. God damn it. Well, which is good enough for Nyx. Level of effort. Yeah, level of effort for Dilly to bring it to a 12. 16. 18. Wasted effort. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Um, so you guys managed to avoid that. Calamuel finally finishes digging around in her bag. Finally. God, where's the beer? And, <laughs> and she throws a small object towards the frame-like creature that's been attacking Chacha. Ooh. It explodes. Ooh. And it does damage to the creature. Seems to, like, actually quite hurt it a bit. And you notice that it seems to be like slower moving, like it's being held in place a little bit, like it's fighting some sort of gravitational pull. Like it's fighting some sort of gravitational well? Yeah, exactly. And at this point, I would like to offer Cha-Cha an XP. Duh! Duh, you know I want it. Okay, who will you give the other one to? How's everyone's pools of XP? Three XP, two advancements. Tier 5 flat with three XP. Well, then obviously, Nyx. Chacha, you seem to be caught in the event horizon of this well, and you are slowly but inexorably being pulled towards the draft. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> yep. It is now Chacha's turn. Chacha's gonna shoot the giraffe. Okay. 
because of the gravity well holding that in place, that's going to be an additional asset. Sweet. So this will be a 15. We're going to save some speed, though, because we're going to need it. You're using your pew-pew, right? Yes. I got a 20. Oh, fuck. Okay. Extra damage or major effect? Well, I but I shoot so good that I get pushed out of the gravity well. Actually. The pew-pew doesn't have recoil, though. I know. I was just like, how do you... I mean, that's the only thing I could ask for is, like, some sort of, like, way to get out of the gravity well. You could say that your shot is so good and so quick that you could have an action to try to get out of the gravity well. Like, so, that'd be like a 12 might roll to get out. It just vibrates her just right into the frequency of escaping. Mm -hmm. Let's go with that. Like, I want the extra damage, but I should probably escape this gravity well. Well, in case this giraffe explodes, maybe I don't want to be next to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what would the roll be to escape the gravity well? 12 might. I got 15. Yay. Okay, so you managed to somersault your way out of the gravity well. If you feel the vibration, you just flow with it and manage to zip out that way. Dilly. I think Dilly is going to pull out his pew-pew gun, all four uh, copies of it, pulling it out, fire at the Relentless Reaper. Okay. So your pew-pew eases the attack, so that makes it a 15 to hit. Mm-hmm. He's prone on the ground, too, right now. So, actually, would he still be prone? Could have stood up during his turn. But did he? Yes. Yes? I think he would have. Did he do something else on his turn? He sent out an electrical pulse. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just a 15 to start. All right. Is that a, that's a speed roll, right? Yep. I should say that's speed for something else. I'll roll straight. I'll get an 8. Oops. Okay. So... He's still incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. Dodges all four of them. And then Dilly is going to command the instant servant, because again, that's not an action, to attack uh, the Relentless Reaper. Ah! Mm. Okay. So it's going to come in and hit the Relentless Reaper hard. It is pretty smashed up pretty badly. It's still standing, but it got hit bad by your servant. <laughs> He's level 11. I don't think Relentless yeah. Reapers are that high of level. They're not. The Protectorate Relentless Reapers are a little bit different than yeah. Rules as Written, but they're still not that much more. Okay, next up is the Giraffe and the Gravity Well. I love that band. It is going to, once again, stab out at you, Cha-Cha. It will be hindered, so this will be an 18-speed defense roll. Two levels of ever. I'm sorry, my math was just, like, short-circuiting. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a 12. 17. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so you managed to dodge it as it spikes out at you again. Maybe it's as part of that same somersault you're dodging. Uh-huh. And she makes that noise. Uh-huh. Next up is Nyx. Jump down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the best thing Nyx has. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. So, no one's gonna stop you. Yeah. Fucking rad. Just hopping around. Kicking in the fucking face. Nyx just does not stay on the ground anymore. Yeah, okay, so the jump, that's a 12. Spent two two levels. My effort for that, pardon me while I perform the calculations. That's a six. 17? Okay, you're in the air. And then I will use my three assets, moving like water, unarmed, my two free levels of effort, essentially five assets. Oh, so it's a three. Yeah. 14. Okay. How much damage? 11. What does it look like when you smash this Reaper to pieces? Hell yeah. Ooh. So I want to say that that Nyx 
does not necessarily smash it to pieces. She does have some interest in preserving the body. And so she brings her synth foot down on, like, the back of its uh, neck, whatever that would be, to sort of crush that and separate its head from its body. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so your foot smashes on it repeatedly until it breaks. <laughs> like trying to step on a cockroach that's really fast. You're just like, <laughs> stomp, stomp, stomp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As the sort of, like, shadow begins to fade from it and the little pinprick of blue light in its eyes seems to go away, it reaches, like, one of its blades as if towards, like, one of the dilly reflections, but then goes limp as Nyx finishes it off. Cha-cha! Yes? You've got big giraffe. Energy? You've got big giraffe energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Wait, 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 wait. Giraffe's still alive. I could have used excessive attack. It's the start of Cha-Cha's turn. Do you want to do successive attack? Yeah, you could totally do it. I won't stop you from Pogo jumping these to death. I mean, you just destroyed this Reaper. I mean, you should get successive attack. Hell yeah. Yeah. Jump attack. Yeah. <laughs> Jump attack into the gravity well. Okay. That seems dangerous. Ooh, yeah. Is that, like, extra damage? Should be into the gravity well? It will be hindered by one step, which makes it an 18 to hit. You will do plus two damage from the gravity well pulling you down into it. Hell yeah. I don't need these might points, right? <laughs> I don't, so. <laughs> two levels of effort on the jump. Mm-hmm. Nat 20 on the jump. Hell yeah. Wow. What would you like for your nature effect? Extra damage? Damages for the attack portion. So the attack portion, it's an 18 to start. Okay, my three things makes it a nine. My two free levels of effort make it a three, seven. So I gave you plus two damage on top of your jump attack. So that's five damage plus what? Plus the 20, which is what? Four damage? Mm-hmm. So nine plus eight is 17. And if it survives that, it is prone. What does it look like when you smash this giraffe structure apart? Holy shit. So it's like a frame, right? Like, it's not, like, very solid? Yeah. So I want to say when Nyx comes down, of course, she's like, she's not like, oh, gravity well, so that means that. She's like, oh, my God, coming in hot and just, like, (laughs) smashes through, like, the rods, copper piping. I don't know what it's made out of. Sticks. And just, like, splinters them. And she kicks its stupid horn. Okay. You destroy this thing. You guys are out of combat. Nick sits down where she is. Holy shit, Nix. Uh, oh, oh, wow. See why cardio's so important. <laughs> oh. I feel like this is a little more Strength than cardio. training, yeah. Just a little. Those supplements, man. Yeah. 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 Box jumps. <laughs> Stump jumps. Holy shit. All right. I can't feel my leg anymore. <laughs> Wait, which leg is it? Well, I can't feel the one anyway, Chacha, so like the other one. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, Oof. could you before? Your instant servant turns to you, Dilly, and like you get this weird like bout of machine code that Astro translates for you, and it just says, "This entity stole my kill, <gasps> sir. What would you like me to do about it?" <laughs> Yo, first of all, Damn. you stole my kill. All right, <laughs> like I had it almost dead. It had like a sliver of life left and you killed it so i don't like i don't even want to dilly get your servant 
under control. I, okay. All right. Everyone's coming in hot. And we're feeling a little emotional. Oof. What should I call this guy? <laughs> Astro, Astro chimes in. It's like, don't name it. It's only going to be around for 11 hours. You're just going to make it harder on yourself. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I'm not going to play favorites. All right. I'm just going to uh, gonna call you Mark 11. Hey, Mark. You did great. You served excellently. You did already steal hair kill, but so it, it evens out. But you, you did great. All right. Is there anything else I should kill? Not the moment. Instead, you're going to help me with this thing. And Dilly points to the Relentless Reaper. And I guess I would like to inspect the damages on the Relentless Reaper. Oh, it's fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up bad. Yeah. I, you don't even need to roll for this. You might be able to salvage a cipher from what remains of it. Or you might be able to salvage some IO and scrap, but there's nothing like significantly of use. I'm thinking about if there's anything either Dilly or Aster would know about it that could uh, be used to, I guess, kind of pull Aster out of Dilly's head. Dilly already has the metal mine that I guess is fixed. Yeah, you've got the one fixed metal mine. So this body is probably total, there might be parts in it. The answer to how to separate you and Aster is not in the nature of one of these Reapers, because they weren't supposed to be able to do that in the first place. Okay. That was the problem that Race was working on. Mm-hmm. All right, then, yeah, after a quick conversation with Aster, and I guess both of us kind of concluding that there's nothing that could help the situation, Dilly's going to pull Io from this. So scan Iodum, see what's still usable. There's definitely Io in there. It seems to be power source related. They seem to be extra dimensional. Like that seems to be like partly how it was accessing that strange shadowy element of it. So you don't really have a name for that sort of power, but it is like it's an extra dimensional power conduit that's in it. To safely remove that, that would be a salvaging roll of mm-hmm. 15. 12, 9, 6, light tools to a 3. And then one more level of effort to make it a freebie. Okay, so you get that IO and you get two synth and one part. Everything else is too destroyed. Hey, Aster, you don't think there's going to be uh, more of these guys coming for us, right? As far as I'm aware, my brother was the only entity in pursuit. Okay. Are they all siblings, the Reapers, or... Was that Nyx saying that? Or? No, I was asking. I don't think Nyx can hear this conversation, right? Unless you sprited well, uh, Just the uh, yeah. Dilly side of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but to answer Stacey's question, to my understanding, Astro just used his brother because that's kind of the best human word for it. Mm-hmm. Chacha, by the way, yeah. it occurs to you that all those wire replacement organs in race, mm. at least some of them might be able to be usable as ciphers. Hey, Dilly, I got a bad idea. <laughs> you see Dilly's like shoulders suddenly tense, <laughs> turns around. Not like involving you directly. What's your idea, Cha-Cha? So, um, you know all of the not organs inside of race? Okay, yeah. Maybe we could take them with us. The not organs. And maybe they might be able to make it new, safer. Just maybe. Or just spawn scrap metal and shiny objects. Uh, all right. But, like, it's up to you. It's kind of your wheelhouse, the scrapping. Yeah, do you... What do you see inside of race? It's like a bunch of like wires and parts, and you could definitely maybe find a cipher in there. Okay. 
there's the reason he must have pooped out his liver. Uh, okay. Feeling a little weird about it, Dilly will go over to Race's body and at least inspect it for salvageable material. You could definitely salvage his body for material, like Io and things like that, or you think there might be two ciphers worth of stuff in there. But you're going to have to dig for it. Uh, what? I, how, how many ciphers does everyone have? Is this really necessary? Do I really need to get this macabre with it? I have three. I'm just saying it's an option if you want to try, but like... No pressure. We can just leave it there. Yeah. So uh, in, in terms of like the disposition of the body, Dilly, like, I mean, we should take part of his arm skin as is like traditional amongst the guardians. But otherwise. What the fuck? OK, no, I. OK, no, I remember. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, like we get some use out of it. You know, it's just going to sit. What's the difference between like taking it now and waiting for it to decompose? time really hey yeah okay um cha-cha i'll need your help for the sticky stuff yeah oh okay well i mean you know like all the surgical like, parts i'll do the shiny bits you do the sticky parts and also you know you can see where i'm going so yeah i will be your x-ray eyes okay here we go cha-cha's giving him an asset to like the salvaging numenera mm-hmm so are you going just for salvaging him, or are you trying to get out the ciphers? The ciphers are just going to be a, a process of time. So the salvaging part would require a roll. Dilly will at least dig for the ciphers. So the first one is a magnetic master. It establishes a connection between one metal object within short range that you can hold in one hand. After the connection's established, the user can move or manipulate the object anywhere within short range. So you could wield a weapon or drag a helm affixed to a foe's head or to and fro. And the connection lasts for 10 rounds. Hmm. Uh, what's the level on that? That would be a level four. The next one is something that could be used as a detonator. It's a desiccating detonation. It can be thrown to a short range. It bursts in an immediate radius, draining moisture from everything within it. Living creatures take damage equal to the cipher's level. Water in the area is vaporized. It's a level five, and there's a 50% chance that the detonation is massive, which doubles the radius of the explosion. <laughs> All right. Dilly pulls them out. Charge, uh, I can clean these off. Um, I will use my cloak for this because I'm not sure that's a flavor I can handle. <laughs> well, actually, now that I think about it, we did eat those sandwiches. Edge magic. Okay. They're magically clean. But not magically delicious. I mean, Chacha looks down blessed because she ate those sandwiches. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, you have harvested Race's body for goodies. What was Clemuel doing this entire time? Can I just ask? Drinking. But not complaining that we are doing this? And when you started cutting into Race, she leaned over and started throwing up into some of the taller reeds in the area. Fair. How much of Race is left, organically speaking? I mean, there's the outer structure of his body. I mean, it was just probably like a few organs that Dilly had to take apart, essentially, to get there. So that most of him is organic, except for his brain matter, which is, of course, three-fourths matter. Okay, so uh, Nix will pick up the body. Nix? I, I, Nix, I, I see the look in your eyes. I'm going to go take care of the body, Dilly. Don't eat him? Just don't eat him. I feel like... <sighs> what if it happens to you? Like, what if you get all metally and Nebovian-y because he ate it? I'll cut off his head, and then I'll eat the... What? 
No, that's not the issue. It's I don't put the metal in your body. Don't put the same metal that turned him into you. That's do, do we need to like do like some weird like fillet moment? No, just don't eat race. So what if it's what he would have wanted? I I don't think Dilly is acting out of a place of respect for race's body, Cha Cha. I think Dilly is Dilly. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is acting out of like a place of concern for me personally. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So that I don't turn into, like, a wired-up spider monster? Yes. <laughs> because we definitely will not be able to kill you, so. So is there any, like, metal anywhere other than this, like, race's head? Yeah, there's metal all through his body. It's just that the three-fourths of his brain matter is this wiring, and then Dilly cut out some of the, like, organs, but the rest of the wiring is, like, all through different parts of his body. Oh, yeah, fair point, Dilly, fair point. Let me just take this little scrap of skin, then. Yeah, okay. Nyx cuts off a scrap of the flame, gray though it is, and pins it in her skin board. No. Uh, <laughs> wraps it in parchment paper? I don't know. Wraps it in her journal? Like a scrapbook? Like a drying flower? <laughs> yeah. She rinses it off first. Mm-hmm. And then, like, puts it in one of her glass jars. Oh, yeah, for milking. For milking? <laughs> one of her milking jars. <laughs> Which, just like throughout the entire campaign, whenever you see Nyx in the background of a scene where she's not doing calisthenics, she's milking. She's either milking or doing calisthenics. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Sounds like a weird lactation fan fiction. Yeah, so you guys had a weird night. Yeah. I just realized Nyx was milking this entire time. <laughs> Constant, like, little... Sound in the, in the like the rest of the party doesn't even hear it anymore. It's, it's just, just white noise. The, it's like your smoke detector when it's like goes off for too long. So you should change your batteries right away when it starts chirping, or better yet, every year on your birthday. But oh, I'm not going to get started on smoke detectors, anyways. Or not going to get finished on smoke <laughs> detectors. Okay, so yeah, Nick takes the scrap skin. Okay. Also, for the rest of the night, Dilly will have his instant servant keep watch. Ooh. So all of us can nice. get to sleep. Ooh. That is clever. Suck it. Yeah, because that servant, as they begin their watch, like there is this weird sensation that you guys all feel really comfortable. And I would say, as you guys are getting ready for bed, maybe it's, you know, maybe could be Nyx, could be Cha-Cha, maybe both of you at some point. Like if you go out to use the bathroom or something like that before bed, and as you get sort of like to the edge of where this creature is watching, as you feel past it, you get the sense that this creature is almost emitting a field of menace to anything that would try to approach Aww. your camp. That's so sweet of it. What the fuck is this thing? So like when you're in the field, you're okay. But with the brief moment where you feel yourself go out, like even if your hand slips out, you just feel like goosebumps rising up on your arm. Like, oh, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> Question on recovery rolls. Is there enough rest happening to get to the 10-hour recovery roll? Yes. Awesome. So as you guys are getting some restful sleep, Dilly, hey. as you sleep, you're having a weird dream. You're standing at a doorway, some sort of threshold, and in front of you, you see a vast plain punctuated with mist and massive ovular buildings poking up out of that mist with red lightning striking in the background and you see walking through this mist 
shadows that look like humans. And for a moment, they just seem to be kind of going on their own. But then they stop, and one turns their head, and even though you can't see their features yet, you know they've seen you. Mm -hmm. And that's where we'll end this episode. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, shit. Stay, something about this episode. So much. Big fucking Dragon Ball Z energy from Nyx. Big fucking Dragon Ball Z energy from Nyx. Like, she spent most of her time in the sky. I don't know why I did a stun attack mm-hmm. first. That's speed. Like, Nyx has might. And so, you know, <laughs> not to, like, spam jump attack constantly, but... Oh, and getting to use successive attack. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dilly and Jonathan were doing things as well. But I actually really enjoyed the, like, discomfort around races. No, you guys were doing things. You contributed. Thank you. It was fun. <laughs> um, the, the debate around... Grace's body was really funny to me. For whatever it was reason. one of those uncomfortable funnies where I was just like, I was just like watching the Zoom call. Like, it, does anybody show any signs of extreme discomfort? When do we stop? Because I'll just keep going. This group, Nick's fucking, oh, Nick's hands. She washed after that fight. I just want to say that because they were covered in shit yeah. still. And like, <laughs> whatever's on the outside of your intestines. Goo, I assume. Mucus membranes and blood. And that yeah so she washed i want to establish that right now it was interesting because dilly had a like a reaction to it but like actively hated race who tried to kill him so i i thought it was interesting (laughs) i would say hate strong word spice an act of dislike yeah but it was still like uh he was felt spite towards he was trying Mm -hmm. until the end and he got all spider horsey but he was begrudging nearly Almost maybe considering approaching something like respect. Yeah, there was. Mm, yeah. They almost had something to talk they about. They almost had a bonding moment and then mm-hmm. didn't. And he was working on your problem. He was. He was trying to help. Mm. But then mm. tried to eat you. What if he wasn't trying to eat Dilly? What if he was trying to help Dilly? I mean, that would solve a problem if he ate Dilly. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Wow. <laughs> Kind of felt like he was trying just, to kill just Dilly. Just a little, no, but honestly, like definitely. in theory, that could solve Dilly's problem. It was less he was trying to kill Dilly as much as tie him up, abduct him to another dimension so that he could experiment on him. Not better. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. Good riddance, race. Dilly has to do the paperwork. Not it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have race to be the bookkeeper anymore. Uh, was he ever? Was he doing that? If you had asked him, he would have done all the bookkeeping for you. No, nah, I wouldn't have trusted him to do that. He would have fucked us over in some way. He would have embezzled. We know it. He would have written terrible things about us in his reports. He probably was, honestly. He was right, too. Yeah. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? I want to offer our listeners in XP to check out Unconquerable Sun by Kate Elliott. It is a gender-bendy retelling of Alexander the Great in space. Mm. Yes. It follows Princess Sun, who is who is based on Alexander the Great and her companions. One of the POV characters is the wily Persephone, which is cool. It does play with history a little bit. Oh. So Cheonia, or however you would say that, is the main nation. There's the Yale League, which is like seems like ancient Greece. And then there's the Fiend Empire, which seems like the potentially Persian Empire analog, but it doesn't like follow the history exactly, which is nice. But uh, it's full of political intrigue. It's kind of a coming of age story. 
It's got some like military science fiction aspects. Like one of the companions is like a super hot singing guy. And there's this like nationwide idol type competition where you can just like, but it's not like American Idol. It's like you can enter like anything you're doing for the masses. And so like Sun has this brilliant idea that they're going to record their exploits, trying to save their nation and try to top the idol charts. They escape. There's disguises. They have to constantly outsmart their enemies. There's big bads, big military plans that they have to thwart. So, like, obviously, Princess Sun and, and Wiley Prasad and her companions all come from, like, the privileged class. And it does examine the less privileged in that society, the very poor who are, are not considered citizens of the nation and are, you know, like this refugee camp and things like that. It's a really good book. The world is really immersive. It starts out kind of simple, and then it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper into their society. Her mother is a badass. Sun's mother is a badass. She's, like, the current queen empress or whatever and is a military leader in all her own right just like philip you know the second of, of macedonia was as well alexander's father so yeah fucking read it unconquerable son by kate elliott <laughs> cool that sounds very cool is it a standalone or is it part of a series it's part of a trilogy but the first book like really did like close out a nice arc like it felt like it had an ending i wasn't you know like i want the second book but i'm not desperate for it with like a cliffhanger Look at it, you, Gideon the Ninth. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So that's Unconquerable Son by Kate Elliott. If people wanted to tell us what they think of that book or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Obviously, go to our website, explorers1.fm. You'll find all our socials there if you don't already know them. Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Also, come to our Discord. It's a cool place to hang out. Explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Talk about movies and TTRPGs and plants and animals and memes and shit. Also, if you can, support us financially. Why not? Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted if it is within your means. Or use our dice affiliate code DieHardDice and get 10% off your order. Just use ExplorersWanted.fm and get some hot dice for cheaper. If you can't support us financially, that's okay. We totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is tell all your friends. Tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it, why they have to listen to it. Second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It makes such a huge difference for podcasts to find an audience. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, you can hear it sometimes when the room is quiet. You know, that faint, steady sound underneath everything else. It could be white noise. It might be the rush of blood in your own ears, except occasionally it rasps like a slow exhale, the breath of the thing waiting for you. And it's never that far. If you pay attention, you'll notice more often than not when you hear it, it'll be slowly moving towards your left side. Don't let it, because your death always follows you on your left, and the thing that waits wants to merge with it. Keep turning to keep the sound on your right, but whatever you do, don't look for it. Keep your eyes shut tight and pray for noise. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Window. I recommend to watch out for coffee tables when you're spinning. I'm at Slime Potato. I think you should all send me what you think a drought complaints for our party would be on Twitter at RealtyUnicorn. <laughs> And two with the unicorn on Twitch, just drop, come in and be like, you know what? I want to file an HR complaint against Dilly. This is why. What? I think it would be funny. I want to know. 
Feel free to copy Ad Explorers Wanted on those too. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for us. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.